Welcome to the first episode of Front Row Seat. This new podcast is a project created by an artist who loves talking to artists and sharing it for aspiring artists to come. Today I'm talking to one of my favorite people in the world, and he has also originated the role of Phoenix in Jack Little Pill on Broadway, and has been a part of many other incredible workshops in between. Please welcome the very talented Antonio Cipriano. Hey guys, I am Antonio Cipriano, and I was a part of Jagged Little Pill when Broadway was a thing. And uh, I'm still a part of it. We just don't know when we'll be back. Yeah. So So fun. So fun. Okay, so this is kind of like a podcast of like me and my friends. So, or like the people who I know who are on Broadway. So how did we get to know each other? We got to know each other because you were being so nice and sweet and asking amazing questions to me and also to Joshua, to Josh. I love Josh. He yeah. is hopefully going to be on it. He's the best. He's one of the sweetest humans ever. Um, I only met him once and he's just one of the coolest people. So um, yeah, we met through that and you were just so awesome. And yeah. Yeah. And we're going to meet who knows when but but whenever the world permits we will meet yeah i'll i'll be on the first plane definitely um how did you get started in theater i got started in theater when i was eight years old um my parents were like this kid is insane like why is he so weird that was my story yeah they like didn't know what to do with me because like i was like five years old and like putting on concerts and costume parades and everything. It was crazy. And they were like, we need to find a place where he can use this creative energy. So they signed me up for a summer camp and I did High School Musical and I was Zeke. Yes, yes. I've told that story many times, so I'm sure you've probably heard that. Um, I know, but other people don't know. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I did that. And then I just didn't stop. I was doing like three or four shows a year through either middle school, high school, yeah, theater, whatever I could do. So. That's so cool. And now you're on Broadway. I was on Broadway. You yes. were on Broadway, but like, technically. Anyways, um, what was like your transition from like graduating high school early to going straight into the real world? Because I know like, um, like people take the traditional route of like college and they're like, oh, here's like, you're kind of such schedule, you're not ready for the real world. So like, here you go. Yeah, the uh, the transition was actually pretty smooth. It was pretty nice because first of all, I did not want to go to school. Like that was not what I wanted to do at all. Um, Me neither. I, I was like very sad at school. I was like, no, this is not for me. So school was never what I wanted to do. I still auditioned and everything, did the yeah. whole audition process. For you know, pace, right? gonna go to pace yeah Um, and so I graduated in March of my senior year to go to Boston couldn't be me (laughs) Uh, it was awesome it was like the best thing best possibility for me because I was so done with school at that point I was like I had senioritis when I walked out the door freshman year like I was done oh yeah we all did (laughs) um left in March and the few months before that when I did the workshop in New York Mm -hmm. um this is what made the transition so easy is because I was still a minor. I wasn't even an adult yet. I was 17. Yeah. So my mom had to come to 
New York with me. For <laughs> we love your mom. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, she was never like a stage mom or anything. She's just like cool as hell. And she was like, oh, I want to like experience this. This is so yes. cool. And then when she was there, she became an expert on Broadway because she saw like 50 Broadway shows. She would find a way to like win the lottery on everything and pay like 20 mm -hmm. bucks a show. She was like the perfect theater goer. I don't know. She just- I wish there was like a college student like way to get tickets. Is there not? There should be. We're broke. We have no money. <laughs> In Boston, ART did a, a student mm -hmm. ticket thing. Um, that's why some people saw the show like 20 times. Um, but, uh, yeah, so my mom was there with me in New York. And then for, out of the three weeks, she was there for two. She left me for one. And I was like, mom, let me try this. Like, if I can do this. Yeah. So I did it for one week and I was, I killed it. I felt really good about it. And um, so that transition was easier. And also going to Boston and like, with like all of my cast, like Derek was right down the hall. So like, we were just You just like, said that so casually. You're like, Derek was down the hall. No, because it was like, you know, that like, if I had any problems, like, yeah. and like, you know, Elizabeth and Sean were right there too. And like everyone, Celia was downstairs, like right below me. Like it was, we were all just one big family in, yeah. a, in an apartment building. So my parents felt better about it because they knew I had a support system. Yeah. And then uh, when I moved to uh, New York, I had kind of the same support system, just with friends that I had known. Uh, mm -hmm. Tyler, my choir teacher. Yeah. <laughs> he was my choir teacher. Uh, he was, he had moved to New York and uh, I actually lived in his apartment with his friend from high school for a few months. Is that when you did like all those Instagram lives of like you like doing covers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The best time of my life. Truly, when I was living there, we had so much fun. It was like the best. It was like my college pretty much. Yeah. And I had so much fun like the entire time. It was just great. Yeah. And then I, you know, got put up for Jagged for the next workshop. And then I just officially moved there. It came out of nowhere, really. Yeah. You just like, peace out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I went to New York at first uh, to just go on like a trip to Maine with Tyler and his friends. And then like, I didn't come home until Thanksgiving. Like I left in August. And oh, wow. Home. I was like, hey, I called my mom. I was like, hey, mom, can you like send my clothes? So like it wasn't even like an official goodbye. I'm moving to New York. It was just like a. I guess well, I'm just gonna be here. This is it. Yeah, it was a yeah. really transition, and and I loved it. I loved my time in New York. It was yeah. awesome. I wish. I wish. But first, we gotta do some other things to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll get there someday. My mom will be like, "Who do you know there?" I'm gonna be like, "Absolutely no one except for Tony." <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> You'll have as as you get older, you'll there's gonna be friends who move to New York, and it'll be great. Yeah, maybe your yeah. whole all your friends who are doing this podcast, you guys will all just move to New York. Yeah. So, um, so what advice would you give to like younger artists who want to take that path that you took? Because I know for a fact, like, there's many people like you and me. I know I'm in college right now, but like, who don't want to do college, yeah. and like, you want to just jump into it. Yeah, so, and that's really tricky because everyone has a different path. Like, my path is so different from anybody else's because it was such a weird situation. Like, the Jimmy Awards were kind of like my senior showcase in a way. Yeah. 
like from college? Yeah. Um, so there are so many different things. Um, and if you feel like you don't want to go to school, uh, that is completely okay. I find it that, especially in our industry, that is so not needed. I don't yeah. think to go to be successful, obviously. Yeah. I mean, me, Renee, Andrew, Celia, like it, uh, Celia went for a year. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, we're, I think we're finally breaking a mold and like breaking the ideal that you need to go to school to be successful, yeah. you know? I think that's like so amazing because like for my situation, cause like I am in school cause I would lose my mind if I had nothing to do. Um, and like, um, I'm not studying musical theater. I'm actually studying uh, social media and public relations. Um, cause like, like you said, you don't need it. Like you really don't need, if you're talented, you're talented. And like, I think it's so amazing to have like y'all to do that. And then, um, but I tell my like parents and I tell like my grandparents and I'm like, look at all these people. There's not just one who have done this before, you right. know? So yeah. thank you to all of you. Like, well, it, it was a thing before, I guess. I don't know, but it, it's definitely more prominent now. And I think the Jimmy Awards have a big thing to do with that. And yeah. also I think the Jimmy Awards has made it very clear that you don't need it. You know, yeah. there are other ways to, to get to where you want to be. And uh, yes, we got very lucky with the Jimmy's and, and, and doing that and having that platform to be seen. And that it, it is difficult to be seen on that level without something like that. But um, there are ways to do it. And uh, yeah, if, if school is for you, school is for you. If it's not, it's not. It, it's not a big deal. I think today's world, you know, it's just not that big of a deal. And like... It's so much money you're wasting. I got so much money. It's like, what the hell? Um, another question is like, if you were to be in college right now, like how would that like pan out for you? Or like, what would that look like for you? I would be very sad. Um, I, I, I did not like school at all. And I, I knew that I would not be happy in school. Yeah. So I made the decision that it just was not going to be a thing. And yeah. uh, I'm, I, I'm pretty glad that I did that because uh, yeah. I think that I learned more doing it than actually going to school and learning about it. Yeah. So I, if I was in school right now, I'd, well, given COVID, I probably would have dropped it out. I would not have done anything yet. That um, has been a thought many, many times. <laughs> I just don't think that, especially musical theater school. Yeah. Over, like, what the hell? How do you- Like, how are you supposed to do that? Right. So, you know, it, it's it's difficult. It, it would be a really difficult situation. Uh, yeah. And I can't imagine what, you know, some people are going through. You know, it's 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 hard. Yeah. And, uh, I was like looking at my schedule from last week and I'm like, I was thinking about you because I was like, he would hate this. Oh my God, I would hate it. So I did I did uh, four tests, six quizzes, three papers, two projects, and normal schoolwork all last week. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. I wanted to die. Absolutely. I only had one mental breakdown, though. So I was Great. proud. <laughs> yeah. I got in my car after work, and I was like, I'm just going to sit here and cry. <laughs> and then I got I home. would cry like seven days a week, 24 hours. <laughs> I would be so sad um what artists inspire you and like what would be the best piece of advice that they have given you that like you have taken with you like all these years hmm 
You worked with some pretty cool people. I worked with some awesome people. So like what, what person that I've worked with has inspired me or like anybody? Anybody. You can say multiple. You can say multiple. Cause I know for me, there's multiple. Yeah. There's I mean, there are so many people that I worked with that have inspired me for a yeah. long time. I was uh, like looking through your like credits and I was like, goodness. I was like, he's only 20. How is he doing this? 20 year olds are like, struggling through life <laughs> it's i don't i don't know. i've been doing it for since i was 16 yeah so that's like four years of just and most of it is rejection so it's like like you don't even see what's going on behind the scenes like i i asked my mom the other day i was like you know how many auditions have i done over the last four years and she yeah. looked up for she looked on her computer of all the self-tapes that i did mm -hmm. and she said it was like about 150 or something like that and like here's the craziest thing i'm not just saying this because like we're tight i guess but like you're the most talented person i know and like that's you. crazy you're welcome i mean you deserve it yeah, there yeah. are a lot of, you know once you get into the business there are a lot of a lot of people who are really really good yeah you know, and especially with TV and film, because most of those auditions are TV and film. Um, it's just, a, it's, there's just a, a wider net of people because yeah. most of the time it's just acting and there are a lot of talented actors out there. So, and I've been working on my acting, you know, I'm trying to get better and, you know, singing was definitely number one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've I taken really, yeah. on, on the acting part, which has been nice. It's been yeah. nice. My self-tape gotten better yes which is and we have seen the dancing oh the <laughs> i am a dancer first first no, no like all of so i met a couple of friends through like those group of girls who like follow you and stuff um mm. like sam and stuff yeah. and she was like did you see the dancing I'm like oh i saw it <laughs> doing that whole lyrical thing i was like you know, I've seen a lot of really good dancers with that lyric. Like, oh, like the final. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of really great dances with those moves. I was just like, you know, this is the only one. And like another thing with the singing was like hearing, because I was on that live when you did the Bridgerton and you were oh. like, oh, no, it's not good. I'm like, this is the most crazy thing I have ever heard in my life. I, I we're, we're going to record it again. Because I, especially that ending of Burn For You, I didn't know it until we got there that day. Because I only know the TikTok version of it. Mm. Um, it's a tough song to say because Abigail is just like so good. Yeah. It's crazy. It's also, crazy. I didn't watch Bridgerton until I heard like the like songs but your versions of the songs because um like everyone was telling me about it I'm like I'm not into these types of shows like I'm just not and they're like you need to try it out so I was like coming to the point of quarantine or like where I don't have any shows to watch I'm like okay I guess I'll watch it but then like I had your TikToks come up at the same time and I was like, I love what he's singing. I just don't know what he's talking about. So Wait. like, I binged the show in two nights. Really? Yeah. I, I truly, 
my first two TikToks, The Burn For You and The World Away, hadn't seen the show yet. Mm. I just loved the music. Yeah. And then Renee and I started watching the show and got to like episode four or five and we haven't finished yet. You haven't but, finished it? Oh, no. it's so good. So good. Apparently, apparently it gets really like intense. It gets steamy. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, back on track. Wow. We yeah, like yeah. talking. Um, what advice would you give to aspiring artists? Um, I would say. Ooh, uh, ooh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Same mood. Um, I would say, you know, this is a very, very challenging business. Very challenging career path to take. I didn't realize how how difficult it truly could be because I, I always thought, you know, you get here and it's like glamorous and there's no problems at all. It's, it's wonderful. You're, you're thriving, yeah. you know, and that's just not really the truth. Um, you know, just if, if you want this career path, you, you need to get some thick skin. Yeah. And, um, you know, just not take rejection personally, obviously. I mean, I I have done 150 auditions and yeah. I've got like one. So, you know, it's like, it's it's a lot. And I get in my head a lot. Yeah. Um, that's okay. Like, it's okay to feel upset about something, but you have to learn to move on like, from okay, it. You know, I wasn't right for it. There are so many other things that are yeah. free. So, and it could be like the smallest thing. It could be like, the you could like, be perfect and there's yes. like i don't know that guy had brown hair and the other guy had blonde hair and it just yeah you know yeah. and like some things you just can't control you know exactly. yeah yeah also like the thing with um like the thick skin when i first discovered you i was like little teeny bopper like probably like i think i was junior in high school and like you saw the transition like i was like i want to be just like that guy and that's gonna be amazing and then i like went to like college and i was away from my parents and i was like no nah, you gotta like learn how to grow up like real fast mm -hmm. and i think that started earlier with like quarantine and stuff because like i was which actually is gonna be in a couple of days a whole year I know. I, I was like, are you kidding? Yeah, it's the ninth. And it was literally the 12th. It was our last yeah. show. Yeah. We got told on the 13th. Yeah. Because it was. The yeah, I left New York on the 13th. I was like, really? bye. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Did you go like straight back to Michigan? Yeah. My okay. mom happened to be there and we rented a car and packed everything up and left yeah because it was gonna be we thought it was gonna be like two weeks yeah yeah because mm -hmm. i remember um for us so i was a senior and i know ava was a senior right yeah so i bet like i don't know if she has the same like similar similar story wow can't talk um but like we were like get a call oh you get an extra spring break and then I remember like the middle of spring break, they're like, no prom, no graduation, you're done. 
And yeah. like, I called like five of my friends and we were all just like sobbing. And all my guy friends were like, it's no big deal. We're fine. But yeah. it was crazy. It, it, it was, I, I felt so bad for my sister because yeah. she missed out on prom. She missed out on, well, at our school, luckily, um, any grade, because the school is so small, any grade can go to prom. So she had been to prom before, which was good. Yeah. Uh, I, was I went to junior prom. <clears throat> yeah, I, I missed my senior prom because I was in Boston, but um, I had already gone a few times. So it wasn't Do y'all have homecoming up there? Yeah. Like homecoming dance? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I know yeah. some states just don't. Oh, y'all don't have mums. That's, that's it. You don't have mums now? Yeah, we do. You do? Flowers? Yeah, like the big ones that like go down. Oh, never mind. I thought that was a southern thing. No. Are you you're talking about the flowers that you put? Yeah, like the flowers and then it's like full on ribbon to the ground. Are you talking about like flowers for like an outfit or flowers for like uh like on your front porch? No, no. Well um, there's a flower called mums that you get there's like a mum sale for prom. Ours and, was like $150 per like thing. Yeah, they're they're like a lot and they're like decorations for the front porch for like Oh, so you would put them on the front porch. Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Oh, so you would put them on the front porch. Well, because they're like in a pot. It's like a like a Oh uh, yeah, ours did not look like that. We had um so it would be like a strap. And then we would have like the like flowers, but they would be fake. And then we would have like a little bear on ours and then just full on ribbon and like bells and chimes and everything. Like, and they would cost like a lot of money, but, and you would wear them for one day, but it was cute. And then the guys would get like a smaller one, like right here. So, hmm. yeah. Um, Never heard of that. Welcome to Texas. <laughs> um, have you ever been to Texas? I have not, but I do not want to go there right now. Yeah, I saw your tweet. I'm like, I can't, I'm like, I can't help that. <laughs> what the hell was that? Sorry, I'm just like, I was I like so infuriated when I saw Yeah, that. I saw your tweet and I'm like, I swear it was not any of us. <laughs> We're oh still God. wearing like our masks. I remember, and I don't really go out. Cause like, mm. I mean, I'm doing school or work or like things with church. Um, but like, even then, like, I remember on Sunday they were like, yeah, we're still wearing our masks people. That guy is crazy. <laughs> and, but like, yeah. yeah, but if once COVID's over, Dallas is pretty cool. Yeah. I'll come check it out in a few years. Yeah. When we're not crazy yeah yeah michigan was an awful terrible place too so yeah it's just so our whole world's messed up wrong with you guys just fucking care about it sorry part of my <laughs> You're I'm, so, I'm so over this like i'm better than that but like screw a mask like i don't need it yeah. like being such a like, i don't know it's such uh, an a-hole yeah pisses me off so much oh my god yeah but we can't do anything to fix it. So, um, yeah, you were like the first, I didn't even see the like article until like you posted it and I was like, oh 
I'm sorry. <laughs> um, anyways, but like what motivates you to keep going in like a season of like no's of like auditions being like no after no after no after no? How do you like how do you like pick yourself up? Like you can talk about like the long run or like like having it or like even like getting like a no that day. Like what do you do to like bring yourself back up and being like, okay, I got this. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's hard. Um, it took me a while. Uh, I had some pretty big auditions um, in the beginning of my sort of career, if you want to call it that. But like, you know, I, I had some pretty big opportunities that I got to like the last round it was like me and one other guy and it was just wasn't like, it like aladdin in uh west side yeah how did you know that i did my research yeah oh my god um yeah so there were there were a few situations where i was like you get so far you're like oh my god this is gonna happen and then it's a no that stuff can like really get to you yeah you know right. um, and it, it, it sucks. It really does. But um, I, and, and even stuff going on right now, you know, mm -hmm. um, there's some, some hard things happening right now with me. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, it's very difficult to get out of that headspace of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a failure, like all this craziness. Like you just get in your head. It's like, you're not, but you tell yourself that. Cause um, like you are your worst critic. A thousand percent. Worst critic, worst enemy, worst everything. Um, and I've, I've thought about this saying a lot, you know, one door closes another door opens. Like it's, it's going to be that way. Like there will always be another thing even better for you. Yeah. So, and even like with that, sorry, but even with that, like I had my friend tell me this and I think it like truly helps because like mine's like with like grading, when you tell yourself those things, like when you're like, oh, I'm a failure, I'm a disappointment, you would never say those things to your best friend. No. So like, why are you telling yourself that? That's like what my friend told me. She's like, why are you telling yourself that if you would never in a million years tell your friend that? Yeah, think of yourself as your best friend. Yeah. Right. That's cool. I like that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to think about that all the time. Yeah. Like, think think like with Renee, right? She would never tell you those things. No, I'm just saying no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like genuinely, like maybe as a joke, but like genuinely right. she would not, like never tell you that. So yeah. like why is Antonio telling himself that he can't do it like that? Mm -hmm. That's cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. I'm going to use that because it cool. sucks sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And like, of course. So what core qualities do you think that like someone should have to be a successful artist? Like I know my <sighs> drama teacher was like, um like yeah you can have the talent but like make sure you're a good person and that was my number one point you oh, sorry no 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 it's okay no it's perfect you have to be a good person it, yeah. it, and people can tell when you're not too like you 
it's so I got lucky with like my cast and everything. So many great people. It was just a family, you know, and there are a lot of situations where that is not how it is. And it, it, it messes up the vibe of the entire situation, Yeah, you know? We've so all had it, that person in our cast. We've all had that person. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it messes up a lot of things. Um, also being a good person, you make a lot of great friends, you make a lot of good connections and that leads to more things, Yeah, you know? So it's, it, it only helps to be a good person, you know? And also it's so much harder to be like rude to people. Yeah, it, it makes you sad, you know? Like it, 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 yeah. it has a negative impact on yourself if you are just not a happy person, yeah. you know? I mean, so. like, people are like, why do you give compliments all the time? I'm like, I've seen what it's like to, like, trash people. And I've seen what it's like to, like, be like, here you go. Like, here's all the love that you have given me. I'm going to give it back. Mm -hmm. You know? I mean, it's, like, the easiest thing right. to do. It positively affects you as well. When you are nice to other people, you feel better yeah. about it. And it's not in a way where you're like, oh, I did that like nice thing today. Look at me go. It's like, it's like, no, I genuinely made like a good impact on that person today. It right. could, and it's like the simplest things. It's like, <laughs> you could like give a piece of advice or like give like a compliment or like sometimes when I'm in like the Starbucks drive through, I'm like, oh, can I pay for the person behind me? If it's not like 30 bucks. <laughs> Usually it's on a Sunday morning when I'm like feeling myself. I'm like, here you go. Because <laughs> yeah. I always get like coffee before like church. I'm like, I'm not going to stay awake if I don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's, it, it only helps to be a good person and also being yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to, to, to not be yourself. You know, then what is it? You for? taught me that. You taught me that. Yeah. Cause like in high school, it was like, oh, if I'm not fitting in the box that everybody else wants me to be, like, oh well, I guess. So like I would put myself in that box. And like, I mean, I never like partied or anything. Like that's just like not my vibe. I had like small get-togethers where we had our own little games of beer pong and it was great. <laughs> um, love it. My sister taught me in like sophomore year. She's like, you're going to need to learn to like do this. And I was like, okay. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, not promoting any underage drinking, but we've, no. Never, no but we've, but we've all done it. <laughs> Drop it. Sparkling water. <laughs> Soda. <laughs> Anyways, but like. You know, you're conformed into that box where it's like, if you don't fit that, then you're not going to be it, you know? And then in junior year, mm -hmm. like you were the one who met me through like depression, anxiety, and like all these things. And um, like, you're the one who like drew it out. And I actually put this on my private story because everybody was like, who is this Tony guy? Like, she keeps on bringing him up. I just don't get it. Unless you're like two of my best friends who are like, oh, he's this person. But like, I was like, here's the story of like how we met. And he was the one who was like, I choose you. I'm going to choose you because not for like anything else that you're trying to do, but because of that. And then 
slowly took me like two years but like I went to college and you know my whole entire roommate story that was a hot mess but Mm -hmm. like in my head I was like Antonio would tell me to like stand up for yourself so yeah (laughs) for you seriously I'm glad I can help you with that 100% I love it on the, I still look back at the cameo that I got actually on vacation. I was on vacation, but I look back at the cameo and you were like, um, I helped you through some stuff. And then I set up the zoom the next like week. I'm like, you did not help me through some stuff. You helped me through a lot of stuff, but next question. Cause we have a lot and I keep rambling. Um, so if you're mm-hmm. going back to Jagged, whenever that may be, right what scene are you most excited to do again and then what song are you most excited to either sing or hear again uh i am really looking forward to doing the uh that i would be good scene again that makes Uh, me so that makes me cry that makes yeah, me that just so you know intimate and so real and it's where I'm... you kind of get that connection with Frankie and Phoenix and also I feel like I can just like relate more to it after this year yeah you know, not not specifically exactly relate to it but you know relate to maybe the way that those people were feeling at that time yeah. you know uh, have a little bit more empathy for the situation Mm-hmm. and understand more so i think that scene would be so different when yeah, i go back. yeah i'm yeah. really excited to explore that um yeah and i think my song that i would want to sing again is that i would be good yeah Just that whole that whole section of the show is my favorite part of the show um because you get to learn a little bit i know you don't learn a lot about phoenix but you do get to you know find out insight yeah and it you know my character grounded and it's when I finally feel some emotion in the show you know because I do have some of the upbeat situations in the show which is so fun yeah it's nice to to you know have a story yeah which is great so yeah I'm excited about that I love that scene and i'm gonna like shamefully say this i have watched it but it was a long time ago at the beginning of quarantine like that is 100 i get it bootlegs. Uh, after like the fourth time planning our trip i think we're on our sixth time right now but we have like everything set out. We have like our itinerary. We have everything. Like she's like, we could drop the money and go tomorrow. And I'm like, okay. Um, but um, yeah. So like at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, I'm just gonna watch it because I'm probably gonna forget about it. And like, I haven't forgot about it. Yeah, I I've never watched it because I hate watching myself, especially like that facts. Because it's like. Uh, like I don't want to watch that also my voice sounds like super squeaky on stage for some reason so because it's all like my middle school productions have you thought about like what the first show will be like and like what would that look like for you because I heard like in an interview with Aaron Tveit god I love him um when he was like it's going to be like opening night again 
Yeah, it will be like opening night. And I, I said, did you watch the Q&A with our I cast? didn't watch the Q&A, but I did watch the um, concert. So at the Q&A, they were talking about like, what is it going to be like? Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, it's going to feel like our Broadway debuts like all over again. It's yeah. going to be that amount of excitement and that amount of like craziness. Yeah. I'm so excited for how that's going to be. Um, especially like the first note of the show. Yeah. Crazy. And like the crowd is going to be awesome. I don't know like how many people will be able to be there or anything like that, but yeah. I knew they were saying like, we're going to have COVID guidelines. And my aunt sent me like the article of stuff. And then I was like, I do not care. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going like the, like if I not there the first show, I'll be there that week. Mm. Like, and I, I don't know if I told you this, but like, I'm sending you the dates. I won't say send you the actual date. So it'll be like kind of a surprise, but I'm going to be like, here's the week I'm going. Expect me to be here at some time. Cool. Actually, we're going there for two weeks, I think. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited because I have been waiting for this trip. A long time. Yeah. We, we started planning about a year ago. Or no, before a year ago. Yeah. Because yeah. I had that trip and I had a Disney World trip that I'm going with Chloe. Um, so. Yeah. Disney World? I love Disney World. Like. I mean, there's part of me who would like not want to go right now, but also another part of me would be like, I would rather do like a hour wait for a rock and roller coaster. I love rock and roller coaster. It's so good. Or like two hours. So mm-hmm. I think we all know the answer for that question. Yeah. Yeah. It would be fun, I think. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. But I also kind of want to go when I'm like, if we're waiting this long, I kind of want to go when I'm 21 to do like the food and wine festival. And drink around the world and stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> uh, what do you miss most about like performing live? Like especially in Jagged. Huh. What do I there's, miss? A, there's a lot to miss, but. I miss the audience. Yeah. No, I miss that live interaction. Is it crazy? I mean, I haven't been, but like, is it crazy? Like being in front of those people? No, like the audiences. It's it's different on stage. Actually, you don't hear as much. Um, When I set the audience time, like you can hear so much more, and the audience is actually a lot more receptive than you think. Like, there's a lot of times when you get in your head, you're like, wow, the audience is like not really loving it tonight but they really are you just can't yeah. a lot. um have you ever gotten like uh like when you come on stage i know like some actors come on stage and they get like a round of applause you know I haven't because um you're about to <laughs> well i it, it's different because my character comes on like a little bit later and it's not like a he walks on stage and has a line, you know, I'm in the classroom scene for so long. And also I've already been on stage multiple times in the ensemble. Mm-hmm. So like, you kind of see me multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I always, I think I told you about this, but like, I always remembered like 
um, I always think about like how it's going to be when I see you live because I was a fan of Josh for like seven years before I saw him. Well, I saw him in the new season in seven years and then I saw a Bronx tale and I went with my godparents and they're like, I'm usually calm, cool, calm, cool and collected. Um, but I remember like holding on to my seat when I first saw him get on stage and it was like ensemble number and I was crying. But like, I told my aunt that reaction and I was like, you have no idea what it's gonna be like the, the night we go to Jagged. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be hyperventilating. Like, she's like, you know this guy. And I was like, it's a different situation. <laughs> Yeah, it is cool to be in the same room with someone you haven't ever met in real life before. Yeah. I feel like a long time. You're like, oh my gosh, that's so weird. So this is actually a Twitter question because I asked Twitter. And OMG. OMG. Um, but we got, do you have like your own backstory for Phoenix that isn't like canon to the musical? Yeah, I mean, it draws from the musical and everything, you know. Um, I did name him Phoenix Morissette, so... Um, we love that. <laughs> yeah, he is a part of Alanis' family. He, Alanis isn't his mom, but... Um, Second cousin. No, just... Something. He's, he's Phoenix Morissette for sure. I feel like it fits, you know, like Phoenix is such a cool name and Morissette. Morissette is like a cool name. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, but I mean, he, he, we don't get to hear a lot about his, his life in, yeah. in the show. And uh, I don't have like a story for story like thing yeah. about it, but I do, you know, I, I have a, a friend who has a lot of the same things that are described about his sister in the show. I have a friend who has a lot of um, medical things um, and we grew up together and stuff. And I, I talked to her about her experience and everything like that. And her brother, about his experience with, with, you know, having to take care of her and stuff. And it's, it's, it just felt a lot more real mm -hmm. after that. Um, you know, he, he doesn't have a father. He hasn't been a father in a long time. He is the man of the house. So he has to, you know, take on all that responsibility at such a young age. And that's why I think he can relate to Frankie so much is because you know, he's not just a regular teenage kid who would not understand that situation if, if he hadn't had to grow up so fast. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And I see a lot of myself in Phoenix. Um, I don't know. There's, there's just, there's, there's a lot that, that. I can definitely see like parts of Tony and Phoenix. Yeah, you want to yeah. bring to a character hundred percent. Cause I was watching it for the first time. And I was like, oh, that's Antonio. Yeah. Like the way he treats his friends, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh, that's definitely Tony up there, you know? Anyways, we got three more like questions and then like a quick fire. Oh, shit. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's fine. We're fine. Yeah. Um, so going on to like the fan base of Jagged Little Pill, like, it's insane and it's like growing constantly whether you like heard it through Atlantis or like just like Broadway I heard it through like Broadway and you um mm. but 
what is like your favorite way to connect with fans? It could be like stage door, it could be like on Zoom, it could be like DMs or like through social media. Like what's your favorite way to connect with people or like the fans of the show? I, mean, I, I loved stage door. It was great to be able to talk yeah. to people and everyone was so sweet. Um, I During COVID, I've kind of, you know, when I remember Twitter, it's so fun to just like tweet random shit and you know, whatever. <laughs> when I got like, so I have like notifications on my phone and like I was like looking at your tweet not looking at your Twitter today but like your tweet and I was like <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> little baby. Yeah. I I have a ton of little little baby photos that I found the other day that I'm going to be posting periodically because they're that. all so cute. I love them so much. Yeah. I, I will admit I was a very cute baby and i'm just I was, gonna, a cute, I was a cute one too yeah you know? I, I have no shame in that i really think i was very cute when i was younger. yeah okay best fan encounter best fan encounter like live in person either or it's a funny story uh, when i went to jagged um when i went to jagged when i was in jagged um mm -hmm. i had a um a cough drop in my mouth because i wasn't feeling great that day and it was when I was parkouring. For some reason, I started like laughing. I spit the cough drop out onto the front row. And I, I went down and I was like, I'm so sorry. And then I had to keep going. <laughs> and then at the stage door, I saw them and like, that was the best thing ever. It was so much fun. <laughs> it's always like, like the least yeah. expected things. Yeah. Or like the things that are not scripted and you're like, I saw that. Don't act like that didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> yeah, I I always have so much fun with the front row when I when I do the little thing. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to be in the front row for that show, but I'm mm -hmm. like, I feel like you wouldn't see always... anything. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like we should like be like a couple rows back. So we're yeah. gonna be in an orchestra. Cool. Um, um last actual question and then quick fire. Mm -hmm. Um, so like even though this like pandemic has been like horrible like absolute hell right I still think it's like lots of people have grown from it and like there's a lot of like good parts to it like it has definitely been like a blessing and a curse um 100%. and like although it probably started off as like a curse for all of us because it's like missing senior year missing like your complete job you know yeah. but like what was like the best part or the part you're most grateful for that came out of COVID I think the part that I'm most grateful for is um, how much I have grown as a human being, um, mm -hmm. you know, especially with, you know, the civil rights movement and everything that happened this year. I think without COVID, it wouldn't have been as, as amplified as it was. Mm -hmm. um, people had nothing else to do other than see what was going on. And a lot of people had, you know, awakenings and I did, you know, I, I, it, it, my whole view on everything changed and I'm so grateful for that. And I have a much broader view of the world and, and I don't know, it's, it, it, I, I'm very grateful for that and that it happened at the time that it did um, because it was, it was something that needed to be, that it was something that needed to take center stage for a second so that people could see what was going on. Yeah. And I'm I'm very grateful for that. We love growth. We love growing. Oh, oh, that is so great. 
Yeah, I remember getting like a text from like Chloe and it was right before we went to like mm -hmm. college. Um, so she's in Austin, which is a couple hours away. Um, I'm still in Dallas until August. Um, but she was like, girl, you've changed. And I was like, what do you mean I've changed? Like, there's nothing different. And she was like, no, like you popped off at like things that should be popped off at. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, personal growth. It's like, you, you know, do things that are going to make you grow as a person and, and love yourself more. And, and like another quote was like, think about others, but also like, know when to like not give a shit about things right yeah nice balance nice nice balance yeah um quick fire are you Perfect. ready no i'm ready dream roll jean valjean you you would you would my dream roll forever yeah uh favorite show les mis Yes. I'm, like, I'm like, I can't agree. <laughs> yeah. um, so, top three dressing room, like must-haves. Like you have to have it in your dressing room. Uh, I have a really cool bean bag. Um, I had my Phoenix flag um, and I had a fridge. That right. I get my food in. Favorite food or like favorite go-to meal before a show. Go-to meal before a show. <sighs> um. I didn't like to eat much before the show. Um, didn't want to be bloated, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I really liked Dig In at one point and then I ate it too much. What's so I, Dig In? I, it might be just a New York thing. I don't know, but it's like a, it's like a healthy buffet type thing. And uh, nice. their mac and cheese was so good. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God it's so good. So I, I love their mac and cheese. I can't have mac and cheese. Oh no, why? I'm lactose intolerant. Oh no. I think there's vegan mac and cheese. Yeah, it, it just tastes terrible. <laughs> yeah. So you pop in a lactate instead and then you're fine. I definitely tried vegan cheese and I hate it. It's oh nasty. Anyways, pre-show rituals. Um, I had to do, cause I was, it was like, I had, um, I was a very superstitious person. So I um, would do the, the 10,000 spoons, it's like 10,000 spoons. Like I had to get that before. That was beautiful. Thanks. It was an example. Um, so yes, it was. I would have to do that before I went on stage. And when we were in Boston, I would do it and I was in the ensemble dressing room. And, and if there was like a day that I didn't do it, they'd be like, are you not gonna do the 10,000 spoons? I was like, oh shit, thanks. <laughs> um, favorite album during quarantine, like the album you have been like, listening to the most um either ed sheeran or um john mayer continuum i just love john mayer's music i know that like apparently he's like super problematic or something i don't know it's really sad whenever i hear his songs i'm like oh tony likes this guy <laughs> i love his music so much um dream vacation, dream vacation. one one inside the u.s and one outside the u.s all right so i really want to go to italy really bad I would eat my way through Italy. That would be amazing. Um, in the U.S., um, I would like to go to Hawaii. Hawaii? Nice. Yeah. Um, East Coast or West Coast? 
Right now, I'm all about the West Coast. Really? I love California so much. And I never did. I hated it. I was like, hell no, I'm never going to California. I love it. It's so gorgeous. So yeah. like, you're in Southern California, right? Yeah, I'm in LA. Nice. I, that's mm -hmm. the only place I visited there. Last uh, quick fire, and then we'll wrap it up. Last quick fire, middle name. Frederick. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Antonio Frederick Cipriano. Yeah. That's I had to... very Italian. Well, Frederick really isn't. But if you put it that way, it does. Yeah, I have to put it that way to make it sound good. Because it's like kind of weird. It's like, why, why are you like Antonio Frederick Cipriano? Fun fact, me and my sisters have the same initials and like the same thing. Katie Elizabeth. Or Catherine Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Wait, no, she changed her name when she got married. Uh, Kelly Emily Carrie Elise. Wow. Um, so, love that. Anyways, mm -hmm. any shameless promo for the next new projects? I'm auditioning for more stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, there, there are some things that I'm very far in the process along with. And I'm really excited about them. So, um you got this i believe in you yeah i'm yeah. excited so yeah and um, then jagged um, will be back as soon as we can or as soon as y'all can whatever um uh where can people find you on like socials people can find me at antonio cipriano underscore on instagram twitter is Antonio Sip, and then TikTok is Antonio Cipriano underscore. So, yeah, the three that I sometimes use. Awesome. All right, you're the best. You're the best. Have you're the always best. gonna be the best. Tinker. You're welcome. <laughs>